to Education, Leadership, and Beyond, Surviving and Thriving. This is show number 61, and my name is Andrew Murata, host of the show, and I would like to welcome in our live audience here on Facebook, uh, as well as Voice Ed Radio Canada. Yes, that's right. We're on in Canada. Uh, thrilled about that, as well as our listeners here on iTunes. Welcome to Education, Leadership, and Beyond. Uh, excited about today's show. I got my good friend coming on. She just left us here in Port Jervis, um, and we are wishing her the best. She just became the principal at Ellenville High School. We're going to meet Nicole I here in just a couple of minutes, uh, and really excited to have Nicole on and talk to her about her leadership journey as she takes over her first principalship uh, at Ellenville Elementary. So uh, that'll be in just a couple of minutes. Um, I would like to thank today's sponsor for the show, the Leadership Publishing Journal from the, uh, um, or the Coaching and Leadership Journal from the Leadership Publishing Team. My friend Dan Spanauer, in my hands, I probably have the last, I don't know, 10 of these journals. And uh, if you're a school leader, if you are any type of leader and you need motivation, you need stories, you need something good, uh, this Coaching and Leadership Journal put out by the Leadership Publishing Team, you can check them out on uh, leadershippublishingteam.com. Great stuff. There are probably 25 tidbits in one of these uh, journals, stories, uh, motivational uh, speakers, and, and different leadership points. I love them. I use them all the time. And uh, actually gave me my opening day speech where I told the story about you know three bricklayers uh, and their different mindsets. One bricklayer was just laying bricks. The second one was just building a wall. And the third bricklayer explained that he was building a church that was going to be the foundation of that community, brick by brick, putting it together. And uh, I found that story, again, from the leadership publishing team, uh, Leading Narratives. This is going to be my book recommendation from my Dan friend, Dan Spanauer. Great stuff. So I appreciate uh, them um, sponsoring today's show. So uh, let's get started. Let's get started. And again, we're going to meet Nicole I in just a few minutes coming up. And Nicole's a brand new principal. I got to work with her uh, in Port Jervis as she was the assistant principal at our Connecting Elementary School, ASK Elementary. And uh, now she's on her own as principal. And uh, Nicole is going to do a great job. I know she is. But a lot of people ask me, Andrew, you know, what advice would you give new principals, right? And there's a ton of things. You know, a ton of things that Nicole's going to learn and go through and kind of along that journey. Um, but in preparing for the show, I thought about uh, some concepts in my book that I wrote, The Principle, Surviving and Thriving. And I picked really the, uh, the first five. They're in, they're in there. And uh, uh, I'm going to go through them now. I, had, I actually took a picture, so I ain't got to go through them. Um, but number one in the book here, again, The Principle, Surviving. Surviving and thriving. Uh, if you like it, leave us a positive review. And if you don't have it, grab it on Amazon or on my website, andrewmarada.com. But the first one is treat every kid as if they're your kid. 
I watched Nicole in her building at ASK, uh, and and the kids loved her. And um, you know that concept of treat every kid as if they're your kid. You can't go wrong, right? Uh, I'll tell a quick story. It happened just yesterday and today, right? We have a teacher in our district uh, does a great job. Uh, they certainly have that mindset of uh, treat every kid as if they're your kid. And that teacher uh, had someone get injured uh, in an athletic contest. And that teacher uh, took care of the kid right after the uh, incident. They went to the hospital last night to see the kid. They were in constant touch with the emergency personnel, the parent. The next morning they spoke to the kid. Uh, and that teacher right now is on their way to the hospital out of our area to go take care of them. And if that uh, teacher is certainly treating that kid as if it's his own kid, and that's how he treats his uh, uh, students and the players on his team. So uh, that's a living story of treat every kid as if they're your kid. Number two, right, I would, I would tell Nicole, don't ignore the small things, right? She's the principal now. She's in charge. She is uh, got to take care of all the things in that school. You certainly have to delegate things but you can't walk away from small irritants. And if they're little things, you have to take care of them. It's like the broken window theory, right? If there's a lot of broken little things around and you leave them be, you know, the standard you walk by is the standard you accept. So I would certainly tell Nicole, address the small little things, address the small irritants. That little piece of sand in your shoe, you got to Multi-million dollar uh, outfit, not multi-million dollar, but a big time outfit on. You got a little piece of sand in your shoe. That thing's going to bother you and you need to address it. Number three, show the people that you care and, and make those connections with people uh, in, in your school and, and, and show them that you care. And how do you do that? There's a million ways to do that. And I certainly don't have to tell Nicole I about that. Uh, she knows how to do that. But you ask people about their families. You ask people about themselves. You ask people about their passions. Uh, you go to things in the community. There's a there's a to do that. You know that. Number four, your body language, right? Don't ever look or act defeated. That's a big thing as, as a leader in the building. When you're the face of the school, um, your body language, how you say hello to people in the morning, uh, your mood, forget whatever that mood is when you're in the building. Because when you get in there, you better be in your A mood. And uh, uh, you know, that, that's contagious, right? And I've seen Nicole operate, uh, again, as assistant principal, and I'll know, she, I'll know she'll do a great job as this as principal, but your body language and, and how you take things that come your way, right? Imagine you're standing in the ocean. It's still hot out, and uh, but a little sad that the summer's over. But imagine you're standing in the ocean, and those waves keep coming at you. You're going to adjust your position, right? But you're going to continue to smile. You're going to continue to... Uh, enjoy things, and that's what you have to do as a, a school leader. Uh, your body language, Nicole's getting a call coming through. <laughs> I am. <laughs> and the last thing, uh, and Nicole does a great job of this. I know she gets some of her ideas from Pinterest, but she's going to go in other schools, right? She's going to visit other places, beg, borrow, and steal other ideas from different buildings. You know, education is such a, a, a great thing, right, because we can all share ideas with one another and, and, and things like that. So as a school leader, take different ideas um, from other people and, and use them as your own. Uh, I'm sure Nicole is going to take some of the things where she came from and she's going to find some new things. But as a school leader, consistently 
see things that are working in other buildings and put them in yours, you know, as a school leader. So just some tips of advice, uh, whether you've been doing this job as a school leader for a long time or you're in your first time principalship, like our guest today, Nicole, I, uh, just some things that you could do uh, to get you started and get you moving. So I talk too much. I know that we're going to welcome in Nicole. I right now. Let's click that there. Hey, there she is, everyone. Welcome to the program. Ms. Hey, Mr. Murata. Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. You're in you're in your new office. You're in your new second home. I am. I live here more than my house. Now, I've seen you in a lot of black and red, Miss. I is I see you have green on today. Is that the school colors there in Ellenville? No, our school colors are uh blue and gold or yellowish. Okay. Um okay. this we had green day today. So okay. um, for the kindergartner, every day of the week since we've gotten here has been a different color. So yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. well, I see you're filling the role. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, welcome to the program, Nicole. And I thank you for having uh, me. Uh, you know, you I know you're busy as a new principal. Um, but how is it going there? Tell us, tell us how you're doing in your in your first couple of weeks as principal. So I have to, uh, you know, check myself a little bit. That's only day eight here. Day eight. You know, things we've done here. I feel like uh, it's day eighty, not in a bad way, but um, <laughs> so uh, things have been absolutely incredible. The staff has really. Um, embraced me with open arms. We kind of all hit the ground running. I think they kind of got my leadership style where I'm, you know, just very that, you know, loose tight kind of thing. And mm -hmm. um, we're just kind of hitting the ground running. So it's been, it's been really great. So definitely a transition, you know, got to get used to a new culture here, a new, uh, new people, but um, everything's been good. And, and Nicole, I know you have a lot of things that you probably want to accomplish in your first year learning about the school, but tell me, like, what are some of the things that, that you'd like to focus on uh, and that you'd like to really put your imprint on in your first year as principal? Um, I think it's really important just to get to know the culture of the building. Obviously, we always say that, but until you have a grasp on it, you're not going to be able to move forward and you have to kind of have everyone on the same page as you. So I think that's really where I'm just building that morale back up. They've had a lack of leadership. They've probably within the last three years, they've had a revolving doors principle here. So, um, you know, just building that morale because that's only going to spiral down to the students and, you know, pick everything back up where it needs to be. So give us some time. I feel by June, we'll definitely be ready to go for September. So. Nicole, you are certainly someone that brings people together, right? So uh, building morale, building trust. What are some of the things that you're going to do, you know, specifically to help build those things and mend those fences and, and gain some trust in, in your office as principal? So I, I kind of did two things already this summer. One, I had, um, you know, I had the, uh, the folder on my desk from previous administrators of all the, um, I shouldn't say complaints, but um, things that they were concerned about here, safety and those kind of things. Um, you know, I weeded through everything and kind of just um, prioritized where I really needed to start. Um, and I think there was two main things. One was safety in the building. So I held a, uh, a meeting with anyone that wanted to come in to talk about safety. So I wanted to hear everyone's concerns. And we did that actually back in July, hear everyone's concerns and kind of really put in place. It was kind of crazy how I felt they were a little um, in today's day and age, things needed to be beefed up a little bit. So um, I think that they understood that I was going to listen to them. I was going to put things in place. And, um, you know, I'm not going to lie. It's been a little um, the parents haven't been thrilled with the new safety things I've put in place, but the teachers feel that it's, actually had um, a staff member go to the board the other night and said it's the safest she's felt here in 20 years. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So it was a little pat, little pat on the back, you know, I'll take it and run with we'll it. Take those bonuses. So, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And then I did a guiding coalition this summer with my staff, you know, had a big breakfast and we came in and I'll show you a little thing. We uh, made rules. So everyone's getting one of these. So we have Ellenville champs, you know, it's kind of the rules that we're going over and, you know, cool. they haven't had rules and um, little incentives for the kids and things like that, just to kind of uh, build a little morale there too. So. And what kind of percentage of your staff were you able to get to get there? I mean, food always brings people in, but yeah. What kind of, what kind so of it was a volunteer basis. It was summer. Yeah. It was August 16th. They had him when I had 30, 30 staff members come. So it's pretty good. Okay. I'll take it. Yeah. So it was good. Keep getting that food. Yeah. It keeps bringing them in. Right. I know. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Nicola, I, I do a lot of, you know, you heard the sponsorship. I read a lot about coaches. Uh, sure. Right. And, when that assistant coach, they call it, you know, 24 inches, 30 inches, when they move over from the assistant's chair to the head chair, they, they mm -hmm. feel like they're physically only moving a little bit, but it's a totally different role. You know, tell me some of the things that you anticipate adjusting to is now being the principal and maybe some of the challenges you think uh, you might have coming your way as principal. So, uh, you know, I'll laugh about this. I just uh, talked to my old boss, uh, the other day and I said, you know, I used to always laugh at you and tell you, you know, why can't you clean out your emails? What's what's wrong with you? You got thousands of emails. I cannot keep up on my emails. So I had to laugh at him and and say to him, you know, I can't keep up on them. It takes me hours to delete them and things like that. So those are just small things to adjust to. Um, big things. I'm here late. You know, that's very different for me. Um, you know, I get home eight o'clock pretty much every night. I have an hour ride home from here. So it's that adjustment is tough and things like that. But, um, you know, again, just have to tell myself it's day eight with the students and staff here and uh, things will get easier. Uh, God, there's a million things that I still need to learn. And um, I don't know, there's a, mil a million things I need to uh, improve on sure. and, and work with, so. Sure, well, and Nicole, I know you have a lot of uh, friends in, in your school administration mm -hmm. and teachers that you can rely on. And absolutely. Uh, you are one smart young lady, so I know you're going to catch on quick. One of the things you're also very good at, Nicole, I mean, you you breathe such fresh air and, and creative air into your former school with so many ideas, right? Creativity and the school just looked beautiful and all those great things. You know, where do you get your creative ideas from, you know, for school and, and things that you're doing uh, in your schools? Where, where is your where do you get your resources? Uh, I know you hit on Pinterest, so I always, you know, find find things. You know, I have that little bit of creative. I always think outside the box. I don't know if it's come from coaching Odyssey of the Mind for so long, you know, as a teacher. But, uh, you know, I always try to think what's going to put your school, set your school apart from the rest. You know, it doesn't have to be um, just from bulletin boards to anything different, you know, doing the outdoor classroom, whatever I can bring that's different from one building to the next. I want someone to say, wow, they had that, not, oh, their school's a little bit old or things like that. So, um, you know, the outdoor classroom, I'm all about bringing something like that here also. Um, Kinesthetic Learning Lab. I know that, you know, you guys are, possibly Port's gonna get rolling with that. I wanna get rolling with one of those here too. So sure. anything new, but that's gonna last. That's my biggest thing. I know there's a lot of trendy things that go on, but what's going to be in your building from day, you know, the first day you start to the day you leave kind of thing. And, and it's all about getting people on board. Like it was very hard. I'll be honest to leave my outdoor classroom, you know, that put all those hours in, but the teachers have not let me down. People are weeding, people are planting. They took right over. I'll keep an eye out on there for you. I've always yeah. admired that. And uh, 
Nicole secured a grant and and really, I mean, dug in and got that beautiful space yeah. for your kids at ASK. And, um, is there something like that that you have your eye on there at your new school? Like, wow, you see an opening. Do you see something that has jumped out at you uh, already? Like, hmm, I can do this with that spot or something like that. Yeah, well, actually, you know, I've been very privileged. One of my teachers here in the in the uh, district just won a five thousand dollar grant. Their first grade um, kids just had a book published. Fantastic. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So first graders had a math book published. They were out of 175,000 teachers that applied. One wow. of my teachers won. Yeah. So um, I kind of came rolled right into that. And she said, you know, Mrs. I have this $5,000. Do you have any ideas? And I said, oh, boy, I got some ideas, you know, kind of thing. But I said, listen, it's your I want you to give me some ideas. And she uh, she kind of said, you know, I'd really love to do an outdoor classroom or something. I said, well, I have some ideas. You know, we would do something different. It won't be the same. But, um, you know, it's really I'm not sure if you've ever been here before, uh, Mr. Murata, but we look over the entire mountain. So our in the back field is just a um, an entire mountain that we look at. So it's cool. um, really amazing in the back. You know, we have a dike that separates us in the mountain so no one can get into the back of us. Okay. And um, it just looks over. So it's just a different area, you know, that kind of thing. So. We'll have to come oh, yeah. break bread there and then yeah. show me the view. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of good places to eat and drink. Cool, cool. <laughs> Nicole, we worked together many years um, and we've learned a lot together. You know, what were some of the things that you may have learned from possibly a, a misstep or, or a mistake that you made and you said, hmm, uh, you know, I'm not going to do that again. What was something that, you know, you learned from uh, um, something that didn't go well? So I, I definitely think trust is a big thing and you don't ever want to break that. And I think that um, building that relationship as, you know, with fellow leaders, I think that you want to make sure you're true to yourself. And I think that, you know, I definitely fell down on in some aspect with that with some people and, um, you know, and not in a negative way. Not that I left on a bad tone at all. Um, but I just think uh, trust is one of the biggest things. And I think that, uh, you know, people just need to trust and know where you're coming from. Yeah. And, um, you know, you got to wear your heart on your sleeve. And I really feel that way because if people don't feel you're there for the right reason, like you said, they're they're not going to believe and it's just not going to work well. So no matter how you're feeling, and I do agree with what you said earlier, no matter how you feel, you got to put on that face at the door when you meet those kids every day and the teachers, the same kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So don't fall. Um, so I would just say that's probably the biggest thing is just to to trust people and have people trust you kind of thing. And Nicole, I think back to when I started, right, you know, I felt like I was on the highway trying to mm -hmm. trying to get into a car and just, you know, everybody was zipping past Absolutely. me so fast, you know, and some of the mistakes I had made would like, I, I forgot, right, because you got so many things coming at you. And that's why I always carry that notepad with me. So sure. I can write it down, right. Yep. Um, and, and that, you know, one of the things I learned, what did you think about the opening concept, Nicole, I threw a few things out there and you do most of those very well, you know, if not all of them, you know, what was your, what was your concept of, uh, I mean, what was your thoughts on the opening concept? Um, you know, I, I couldn't disagree. You know, I got your book right here. You know, oh, I, 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 re I read, you know, read at it, look at it. And, you know, I, I don't know how anyone can as a first year principal, even as assistant principal, there are so many things that you're absolutely right um, with doing anything specific that you want me to hit upon that you opened up with. No, if anything, if anything hit home, I mean, you mentioned about, uh, you know, looking the part, right? Being mm -hmm. enthusiastic. That was mm -hmm. one of the things I always admired about you. You, you just, you had such enthusiasm and, yeah. you know, your the bulletin boards, your, your, the way you look, the way you spoke, yeah. all of that 
breathed energy and passion for, for mm -hmm. schools. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, you touched on that. Um, which one rang with you? Uh, I, I just think, you know, making sure, you know, the hardest thing for me coming here was I knew absolutely no one. So I have a building of 117 staff, didn't know one person and 750 kids name. So for me, wow. that's different coming wow. from a district where, you know, some people, familiar faces. So very, very different for sure. me, you know, and and, you know, day one, I think the kids saw me out there day one. At the end of the day, I had kids waving out the window to me just saying, hi, Mrs. I, you know, have a good night and things like that. So I think that they saw me out and about. And I think it's really important to be visible. Sometimes you get sucked in to the office and I've been guilty of that a day or two already in day eight. Um, it's hard to get out. But, I, you know, this stuff will wait it'll still be here when you get back and that kind of sure. thing. Most things are not pressing that need to happen right away. So I think just getting out, getting out, being visible, letting your staff know you're there the first day, you know, I went to every room, how is everything where, you know, we good here, you need anything kind of thing. Cool. Nicole, what's yeah. been some other advice uh, from people that you trust uh, that, that, that has resonated with you that, that you've said, hmm, I definitely want to do that. Well, I, I know I leaned on all of you guys. You there? Yeah. Well, I'm, I know we got a bad connection. Okay. I'm sorry about that. That's right. You know, I've, I've, I've texted yourself, uh, Mr. Bell, uh, Mr. Bon Jovi, uh, former colleagues. You know, I'm still having people proofread things for me to make sure everything's <laughs> perfect when it goes out. Um, you know, I just think being true to yourself really is the biggest thing. You know, make sure you're, make sure you're aware. Here's my assistant principal in here stealing stuff from me. Good. Delegate something oh, to that person. Yeah. Jessica. Hi. Hi, Jessica. <laughs> Welcome to the program. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, so I, I just think just just being true to you, and I know a lot of you have said that to me, you know, be you, Nicole. I remember you guys all texting me on the first day here and kind of giving me that, you know, be you, Nicole. I had um, old coworkers, be you. They're going to love you. Um, and the thing. If they don't like you, we'll take you back. So I just think <laughs> being true to yourself kind of thing is really important. Nicole, you mentioned some of the people that have, that have helped you, you know. Tell me about your mentors and, and some of the things that they've meant to you in your, in your job, not only in Port Jervis, but now, uh, you know, that constant back and forth. Tell me about that relationship. So, I mean, I've had a lot of people, you know, being in three districts now, a lot of people are going to um, – some people are just going to be acquaintances. Some people you're never going to let go. You know, I've had some former colleagues that I was teachers with and, you know, Mr. Ricard being one of them, that people that you still always count on. There's, you know, people that I will always ask advice for or am I doing this right? Or as a teacher, do you think I'm asking too much as the principal kind of thing? So I always think it's good to go back to former co colleague days. You know, one thing I always like to tell my uh, staff is I have not liked to sit in your seat as a teacher. There's a lot high demands for them too. And I think it's important that they know that. And, you know, the demands are changing every day with that sure. kind of sense. Uh, Mr. Bell was my principal who hired when I first started. So, you know, he's been a role model. You know, he, he gave me my career. So I don't know how um, I wouldn't always thank him and always reach out to him as well. So there's definitely a lot of things. And, you know, I did a little uh, back to school survey in the beginning and he was the one that gave me the questions that I should ask. And, um, you know, basic questions, thing. you know, he was like, uh, you know, what's good about this place? What needs change? What should I not change? So, you know, um, it was just a couple basic questions and I got some really good feedback. You know, it was pretty funny. Everyone said the same exact thing. 
Yeah, so tell me good. some of the good things. What were some of the good things that they said about your, your district? So it mostly just about the building in general, but they just said, you know, when you fall, we'll all be here to pick you back up, which is important. Um, you know, everyone's got a heart of gold here. Uh, what are some other things um, about, you know, it's a great place to work, great people, great students, that kind of thing. Um, you know, it was just everyone had the same thing to say, though. You know, we're all here for each other. We all want leadership. We're all looking for someone to, you know, steer the boat kind of thing. So mm -hmm. it was nice. Nice. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Nicole, one of, you know, you did so many good things in, in Port Jervis. One of the things is you started, you know, the social media um, down at ASK, their, you know, their, uh, their Twitter. Uh, and I also know personally you have, you know, you have a strong social media presence. Tell me about, you know, as your opinion as principal about using social media to, to celebrate the things in your school. Yeah. I think it's the the first way to go today. I think you know uh, newsletters and things like that are important, and district websites are important, but not like mm -hmm. Facebook is, not, not like uh, Twitter and Instagram and things like that are. You know, people are always they're on that twenty four seven. Better way to get things out there. You know, I think you have to monitor some of the comments and things such as that because you don't want it to become a negative press for your building. But sure. um, you know, I I'm, I'm already sending things to our to the people here to post, post, post. You know, we had a um, back to school elementary pep rally yesterday, and oh, that was cool. all about, you know, we had, yeah, so we had to um, do some relay races, and we had dinner, and we had to change into some football gear and get it off and get it back on kind of thing. So why not um, publicize some of the great things that are happening here at the school? That's awesome. That's awesome. Nicole, how about, how about you know Port Jervis? What are some things that you'll miss the most uh, from your time in Port? So I, I wouldn't even know where to start. I had the most incredible six years. You know the the team with you know building that building with the team that I had there. We built a relationship and uh, we really brought that place. And I know, I'm sure you can attest to that to you know over the years. And um, the people just backed me. I mean, they backed everything I did. They were always there. They were um, anything I did, even though if it was, you know, my crazy ideas and outside those box kind of things, you know, everyone was there to back. And no one was going to say, oh, that's not going to work. You mm -hmm. know, by the end, everyone was like, we got it. We're going to do this and we're going to see it go. So I think that's probably the biggest thing. And to build that trust here to know that I'm not going to let them, you know, I'm not going to take pushback from things. We're going to keep moving kind of. So I think that's that's probably the the biggest thing you know i built a relationship with so many people there so it, it was tough yeah. to go yeah very bittersweet very bittersweet but these are hard choices right i mean you you were there for a long time and uh you're doing great things as a leader you know were you feeling that itch like i want to be the principal i want to be the one you know making the decisions i want to be the one in charge were you were you starting to get that itch I was, you know, I, I definitely uh, was nervous about taking, taking the role or taking the lead. And sometimes I sit here, I'm like, oh my God, am I ready for this job? My new superintendent calls me daily. She couldn't be more supportive. She goes, my goodness, you could be sitting in my seat already. You know, she's very supportive just, uh, and she's like, you're doing it every day. She calls, you're doing a great job, Nicole, just breathe today, just breathe kind of thing. But um, I, I was, I was ready to make some of those decisions or I was ready to not have to ask to make those decisions. I was ready to move on. You know, I had some great ideas and I wanted to move forward with them. And, you know, you don't want to over Trump your boss, the principal. So I think, uh, 
absolutely I was ready you know I you know I'm to be here uh, I'm ready to be here it's just um, you know you gotta check yourself once in a while keeps you real I think absolutely I remember yeah. you know I was seven years as AP and I I felt that itch and I felt like I needed a change and uh, um, mm -hmm. you know well I'm proud of you and it, it's exciting for Thanks. you and, uh, certainly here, yeah. you know, you ever want to bounce anything off. Nicole, how about yourself, uh, you know, personally, not personally, but like, how do you see yourself now in principle, like sharpening your saw? What is something that, that you're going to do to keep fresh, to keep, you know, taking care of yourself in that role as principal? Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, my superintendent gave me a journal when I first started here. And, you know, I'm not really a big journal person, but I try to embrace that this year. And I know my assistant principal always says to me, you know, you need to write that down today. That happened and, you know, we made it through today or that wasn't a great thing. So she's, you know, always hitting, hitting on me to do those kind of things. But I think for me, it's something different, but I think mm -hmm. it's something to reflect on. We've already gone, I've already gone back to read a few things that, so I think that's important. Um, I think getting back to my exercise groove is really going to be important too. Uh, you know, the last two months has been tough, but I need to get back into that just for myself. And, um, mm -hmm. you know, I just, just still finding love to see people that I, I've missed and I haven't been able to see. And, uh, you know, my poor husband, I think he's uh, a little deprived <laughs> lately of some home, home cooked meals and things like that. So uh, getting back on charge with that. But, uh, but I think that's important. It's hard. You know, sometimes people only see you in that role as principal, right? Mm -hmm. But you have your personal life, you have your family uh, and that mm -hmm. personal health. You know, I talk a lot about that in the book because you want to be in this for the long haul, right? You want to be sure. healthy and happy. And, uh, uh, you know, when we're on the other side of that, uh, the work we've done, we, we want to enjoy and look sure. back, but, but also know that we've taken care of our, ourselves. Um, you know, here mm -hmm. in Port Jervis, unfortunately, uh, we lost some educators this summer that that just were upon their retirement and 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 passed yeah. away, and that's uh, mm -hmm. that's always tough to 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 take. Yeah. So, Nicole, I got the rapid fire uh, portion of the show. Okay. Um, All right, and, give it to uh, me. Yeah, quick questions, boom, quick answers. So, uh, last book you read? Not a not a big reader. Okay. Um, do a lot of articles, more hands-on things. Uh, what can I create mm -hmm. and do that kind of thing? So it's not that I don't read things, but I'm more of like a, a flipper. Things. Building. Building is what I rather do. I rather get the hammer out. Nice. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> last, last movie you saw? I can't sit still that long. Don't watch movies. She's on the go. Yep. <laughs> you ask cool. anyone. I have no idea who people are. Good for you. Uh, what about <laughs> your music genre? If I look through your iPhone, what what is the most type of popular music I would see, or the most played artist? Oh goodness, um, probably Eminem. I yeah, I can rap every song. Get out, really? You didn't know that, huh? I didn't know you were a rapper. Oh yeah. So yeah, <laughs> just Eminem, not a can you do some raps over the over the loudspeaker at the school? I put that down. That if I do, I'll take it for you. Might be a unique a unique thing for you. That would be great. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
Nicole, right. I apologize. I know we're having some uh, technical issues here with our, our Wi-Fi, so I apologize. And for our listening audience, if it, if it sounds terrible, it's, it's my fault. Now you're fading in and out. Did I lose you? No, I'm still here, I you're think. You're still here. Yeah. It went green, though. Is that because it's green day at your school? Maybe. Milk here. Yeah. Well, I apologize. We got a bad connection here, uh, Nicole. Nicole, what's a... Um, a professional pet peeve of yours, something that kind of gets under your skin as a school leader? The complaining, all the complaining. At the end of the day, we're all here for the same reason. What can we do to better the lives of the children? Yeah, yeah. And Nicole, you know, let, let me go off the rapid fire for a question, if you could still hear me. You know, how do you create that culture where there's not a lot of complaining. How do you how are you going to change that culture? Because that that's been something that's bothered me too. I think it bothers a lot of school administrators. I think it's it's focusing on the positive and supporting those positive, and you only hope that those teachers, um, you know, the train's moving, so either going to get on it and support everything we're doing, and you know, be the person that's on that train, or you know, you're going to be loose, going to be in the back there. I like it. It's a Port Jervis train reference. That's right. <laughs> Nicole, what is something that motivates you? You know, I, I got to go back and I'm probably going to say my mom motivates me, you know, as a single as a single parent raising two children by herself, you know, and, and as an educator herself, you know, she never still to this day, I still bounce ideas off of her. It's probably where I get some of my creativity from. So especially the bulletin boards as a retired art teacher, she's she's still got it at almost 70. So uh you know, just someone that just keeps me going daily. How about leadership, Nicole? What do you think the three most important components of leadership are? Passionate, someone that's a team player, and someone that's innovative. You got cut off with my sound here. Team player, innovative, and? Compassionate. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say those about you. Thanks. My friend Stephen Hurley here from Voicehead Radio Canada says we sound uh, uh, fine, uh, the sound. I know the, the picture is not great. So, um, Nicole, what are you most hopeful for in your principalship? I would say being backed my, by my faculty and staff, just having them on that train moving forward so we can create great things here for the kids. And, and something that maybe you're hesitant about or unsure about in, in your new role. Uh, liked, you know, everyone wants to be liked. Everyone has that, you know, it does, doesn't matter how tough your skin is at the end of the day, you still all have feelings too. Mm -hmm. And, um, that compassion comes out. You know, I, I feel like I have some pretty tough skin, but at the end of the day, I, um, you know, I still go home like, you know, why'd someone say that to me? Or, you know, why was that an issue kind of thing? You second guess yourself. So I just would think just being, like I said, moving on that train. You know, it's easy for us to say, right? Like, ah, I don't care what people think. You know, keep going on. But yeah, we're human. You know, you you don't want to yeah, be the one absolutely. that people are always angry about. But so uh, I appreciate your honesty. That's that uh, was a great answer. How about a short term goal, Nicole? Three to five months. Uh, you know, learning kids' names. How's that sound? Since I don't, I only know two kids' names out of seven hundred and fifty. You know, and it's going to take me years to know kids' names, but um probably learning some names. They have a yearbook for you? They do have a yearbook. 
There you yeah. go. That's a lot of yeah, study. A lot of studying, Mr. Morales. Yeah, a second. Let's go. Get to it. <laughs> Second, second one, have your secretary cut it up for you. You make little index cards, you'll have it down. Put those pictures oh, and names on index cards, you'll have it. I know you had the kids at ASK, so I know those kids at Ellenville yeah. will have it. How about a long-term goal, three or five years? Uh, I like to get tenure. You know, I, I, I would still love to still be here. I'm young enough to be here and sit here and make this building the best it can be. And, you know, uh, you know maybe the realm of training training an AP to move on, you know, to better herself also. But, uh, you know, I have I have no reason to leave here. My plan is to be here, right here. Yeah. And I don't think you would have to worry uh, about tenure, Nicole. I would tell you just focus on the job, focus on the kids, and uh, mm -hmm. the good things will come. But it's four years now, right? Correct. Four years, yep. yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I wouldn't Goes worry about quick, that. It does go by quick. I'm on year 14 at Port uh, Jarvis, and uh, I, I, okay. you know, it does go by quick. You're right about that. Nicole, what was the question that you were prepared for me to ask and, and I didn't ask? Was there something that you wanted to touch on? Um, maybe the best advice I've received so far. Okay. And go ahead. What would that you ready? be? I'm ready. All right. Um, you can't change everything overnight. My husband said it best the other day when he said to me, you know, Rome wasn't built. Take a deep breath. And, and you know, he's kind of been a sounding board. But um, I remember, you know, I was almost there for seven years at Port Jervis, and we did not change things overnight. It took years no. to build what we what we created there. And, um, you know, consistency and guidance. So, you know, just got to keep that in my, in my mind. People want change but they do not want to change or go through change, right? They want you to fix things, right. but then they don't want to change. Right. So that's Correct. a funny yeah. uh, uh, dynamic there, yeah. Well, Nicole, uh, I wish you the best. Uh, we welcome in the Ellenville Learning Community to Education, Leadership, and Beyond. I hope they enjoyed watching you here on the show. And uh, certainly I know a lot of your family and friends and uh, are watching and wishing you uh, the best. So. Uh, we send our love from Port Jervis, and uh, I know we will certainly stay in touch. Thanks, Mr. Murata. Right back at you. Uh, you know, I'm still missing that uh, red and black, and uh, Port Pride's always, um, hey, you never know. Maybe our paths will cross again someday. You never know. I'm going to use your quote here. I asked you for a quote, and I think it was great, right? You said here, and you got this uh, offline somewhere, uh, true leaders don't create followers. They create more leaders. And uh you are a leader that I think is going to attract people and, and make people want to follow you. And um, I'm thrilled for you. And uh, Nicole, my book recommendation for the show here, again, I talked about it, Leading Narratives. If you're looking for some Hi. stories, Nicole, this is the book. Uh, this is by Dan Spanauer, the leadership publishing team. Uh, they sponsored the show. Um, I forgot to mention uh, when I opened the show here for the journal, if uh, if it's a yearly subscription, if you're listening, use the code ELB20 and uh, they'll give you 20% off. Uh, it's a buck 50 for the year. Uh, but with that code ELB20, it is 20% off uh, the coaching and leadership journal, ton of resources on there. And uh, we certainly appreciate them sponsoring the show. Nicole, we're going to sign off here. Again, I appreciate the time, and I apologize to everyone about our uh, connection here uh, on the show. All right, Murata. Have a good one. We'll talk to you. We're signing right. off here on Education, Leadership, and Beyond, everyone. 
go out and change the world for the better. Uh, I'm wishing Nicole I the best. Thanks, everyone.